Hi, Ola. Good evening. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Hi, Bimbola. Hi. Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Blue Citron podcast. And it's amazing uh, to have you here. I'm always saying amazing to all my guests. And that, I guess, is because everyone is amazing. So um, <laughs> I feel honored. I wouldn't want anything otherwise. <laughs> I wouldn't want it otherwise. So, yeah, thank you so much. So, Ola, I would like you to, I'm going to make an effort to pronounce your, your name. So, it's Ola Stella. Stella. So, you can Stella. imagine it being an S H T. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Taylor. Right. Exactly. Okay. 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 I made an effort. <laughs> That's lovely. So we have Ola Taylor here, and Ola is one of the leading uh, women within the IT world in uh, in the West. So, uh, and she's got a couple of projects that I personally have been involved in, uh, and it is called the Bites and Banter. I'm not going to say too much. I'm going to allow Ola to tell us more about that. So, um, Ola, I'm going to start with, you know, basically talking about, or you telling us about your career path, because I know you're in IT. Um, you know, what got you into this career path? How did that begin? And, you know, what uh, led you to start this uh, Bite and Banter project? That would be that. That would be a good way to start. Okay, sure. Then I can take it from here. Thank you very much for having me this evening. Um, I my career path is it's actually quite interesting because I, I didn't start out with IT in mind. Um, my background is actually in languages, so I majored in German and French. And at that okay. point in my life, I was thinking of being a lecturer. You know, right. um, I guess at the back of my mind, I've always wanted to be able to either pass on knowledge or information to people or help people in general. And um, so I did my uh, first degree in German and French, and then I went on to do a, a master's in Germanic languages and literature. So still with that background of wanting to teach. And then um, when I now started looking for a job, that's when I realized that what I had wasn't enough. And I had mm -hmm. to rethink um, what it is that I wanted to do. So um, we're a family of four and I'm pretty much the only one who did um, humanities. Um, my brothers did economics and civil engineering and uh, I think electrical engineering. And I was one who, I guess maybe because I was shying away from everything, mathematics didn't really go in, in into that area. Okay. So um, I, I think there was a time I had this pipe dream of being a translator at the UN. <laughs> until I actually saw what they were doing, especially the, you know, the simultaneous translators, until I saw what they yeah. were doing, I was like, eh, my memory just can't hold that much stuff to be able to, you know, say all the stuff that, you know, I'm already on the second level and then, you know, they're talking. So um, what I did basically oh was I did God. an internship. After I mm -hmm. finished my master's, I did an internship um, with the UN to try and see whether it would be something of interest to me. And I, at that time, I worked with um, IAEA. That's the International Energy, um, International Atomic Energy Association. It belongs to the, you know, the UN itself. And I helped them build uh -huh. up a database. So it was basically looking for, at that time, it was Netscape. <laughs> um, oh, wow. Going online. Yeah, yeah. Going online to try to look for um, newspapers or articles or information to help try and see whether we can find out about the country's nuclear proliferation um, 
information that we didn't have. Mm-hmm. So I, I put stuff together at that time. So the languages did actually come, was helpful then. But yeah, um, yeah it, it, after that one month there, it wasn't really my dream to work in the UN. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, okay. no, it, it was nice, but um, it, yeah. it wasn't something that I saw that would be my career path. And then I did an, I did an internship with SAP. Okay. And I started out um, basically... I started out as there and as an as an intern, and what I was told then was, um, please help us call the customers in German or in French and let them know that our engineers need to access their system so we can try and fix their problems. Uh-huh. It was, you know, I didn't really have to do much. I just had to use the languages, and then um, I I just figured that it was very interesting. I wanted to start to get into what it is that these engineers were doing because they were support engineers at that time. Okay. And you would, you know, you would get from the customer, you would get this, blah, 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 this is not working, or I've done this and it didn't work, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, please troubleshoot. Yeah. And then I started, <laughs> I started to pick up tickets myself. And, I, and then it was really great because there was no expectation that I needed to fix, either that I needed to, you know, provide um, support for three tickets. I, you know, so I was pretty open. I started to pick the tickets. I started to reproduce in the system. And I found out that through that reproducing, I was learning. So I was pretty much learning on the job. And it got me so excited because I was like, I don't have an IT background. I never expected to be here. But hey, it yeah. works. I can do it. So that's basically 2001 that's how I started my career with SAP and I've been oh, wow. with them ever since oh wow. wow so for I guess for me um it was the statement it doesn't matter if you haven't done it before um mm-hmm. try it out and stay mm-hmm. the course and then try and see whether you know it works for you so um it, it's been a very it's been a, a steep learning curve for me but I really enjoyed the work I also enjoyed my team because we were an international team so you had people from all over the place and um, I learned so much and that's how I ended in the world of of IT and you know yeah so that's been very interesting yeah that that essentially shows that one can you can do anything essentially you just have to put your mind to it yeah that's what this means yeah you have to you know bite your teeth together grit your teeth and 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 try and figure (laughs) it out Right, right, right. Wow. It's impressive, actually. And um, as you said, you know, you learned on the job and um, you found you found it interesting and yeah. you stayed and, and, you know, you just grew with it and you learned and learned and learned on the job. That's that's amazing. So uh, for our listeners, I think this is a very uh, important thing to 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 take in mind, especially for those that feel, oh, I started this, therefore I cannot do that. You know, um, I guess it's only probably professions like medicine that you can just get you, yes. you know, into because you literally have to to you know go to school spend a lot of school. time in school yeah exactly and then you know spend a lot of time in the hospitals and yeah in teaching hospitals essentially so i guess that's yeah. the only one and that's because it deals with humans you know but you know what it still doesn't stop you you can decide i mean if if it was a passion of yours that you uh-huh. wanted to realize at some point in time even yeah. if you're old you still yeah. have that option right yeah. i mean if it's really yeah. something that is on your mind you just have to go back to school you, you need to be able to take that step and say okay fine i've built up a career i've had all of these things but that's still something on my mind and you can go back to school oh wow okay wow 
Well, words of encouragement. (laughs) (laughs) You've already given it. It's one of the questions I was going to ask down the line, but you've already given it to us. And that is, you know, you can, if there's something that's on your mind, you can still do it, you know, regardless of how old you think you are. So um, you've mentioned about, you know, how you've got into into this and you've learned uh, along the line. So I was going to ask you what skills helped you to grow. But I'm thinking your language skills was very um uh, very useful um was yeah. the, is there it, any other skill that helped you in your so apart from the language apart from the language skills um i am i think the older i become the more introverted i become i actually don't know i'm a very social very open person right. um i ask people questions um i want to learn I am, yeah. you know, right. you know, I, it doesn't stop with just having a sentence. I want to find out why I'm very inquisitive. Mm. So I dig further. And then um, I always challenge myself. Mm. And, um, you know, it's a case of, OK, look, you've never done that before. Why is it so difficult? Can, can you break it down? Do you understand the minute points so that you get the whole picture and then be able yeah. to explain to somebody? So it's like trying to be too, sometimes really be two steps ahead of myself. Yeah, but I right. find it keeps you, it keeps you engaged. Uh-huh. It keeps you engaged and it keeps you, it keeps you thinking. Of course, it just means that sometimes maybe your brain doesn't come down because you're still, you're still thinking. But I find, um, so far, this journey for me right now has been always a case of, can I do it? Well, let me mm-hmm. try and see. I mean, worst case is I will fail. But mm-hmm. let me not say because I'm scared, I won't try. Okay. Got so you. That, that, is some, yeah, that is something that I do. And I, I, I want to solve problems. This is a problem mm-hmm. because you can't solve all the world's problems and you can't solve every problem. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, wanting to get to that point whereby you say, okay, you, at least you understand the issue. Um, yeah. you're empathic to listen to the issue you know that's another thing but wanting yeah. to listen to people wanting people to be able to talk and you know not um, interrupting but allowing mm-hmm. them to speak right. this is for me very important because if you're dealing with people people you know they're coming from different backgrounds you don't know what's what's at that point in time what's bothering them mm-hmm. and depending so on true. your relationship with them it could also affect your work relationship for example so true so true so yeah so, so I, I sometimes i really try to see if i can put myself in that person's situation and see how i would react mm-hmm. and i'm very mm. creative I, I love creativity oh wow <laughs> yeah. well speaking of creativity um maybe you can you know shed some light on bites and banter yeah <laughs> so um <laughs> In, in, in the parallel universe that I currently live in, I am also the chapter lead for Women in Tech Africa uh, uh-huh. here in Germany. So Women in Tech Africa is an organization that was founded in 2014 by Ethel Kofi. They started out okay. with the first chapter in Ghana, and then they spread out within the African continent. And um, I joined from Germany in 2018. And the idea of this organization Uh is really to promote women, to promote women tech entrepreneurs, to give them the space to be able to to let their lights shine, um, to be able to engage young women and girls also um, to have a, should I say, interest in technology. You know, that there's this tendency that when you talk about tech, you don't necessarily link women with tech or link girls with tech because yeah. it sort of goes back to oh my god that means I have to do math right and my math is not good you know so sometimes we just shoot ourselves in the legs so how can right. we be role models 
for those who are coming? And how can we showcase the women that are also there? Because these women are also part of the African story. And how do we use technology? How can we leverage technology to benefit the African continent? So in, in, in a nutshell, Women in Tech Africa, the mission is these three things. Encourage, um, encourage young girls and women to look into technology has a future career possibility. Then, of course, to showcase women who are doing great things, women of African content who are doing great things, not only on the continent, but also in the diaspora, to be able to help change, of course, that African narrative that we know. And, of course, um, to be able to leverage technology to help Africa push its agenda forward. And um, lockdown has brought up many things, because normally we have... um, um, each chapter has um, events that they organize once a quarter in their different locations. And we have okay. a Women in Tech Week once a year, usually around that September, October side. But the pandemic sort of threw a screw in a number of things that we wanted to do this year. So I just mm-hmm. thought, um, what could we do while we're sitting at home? And how can I, how can I, yeah, how can I help in some form? Yeah. I can't physically, right. you know, talk to people, but maybe if I, um, if I interview different women from their different backgrounds um, and allow them to mm-hmm. tell their story during this time, it helps people mm-hmm. engage. Maybe it also, you know, um, it helps people you understand that there's a whole lot more that is happening on the African continent than that they know. And of course, um, yeah, maybe to try and lighten the mood. I know people are in like Zoom calls back and, you know, back to back these days. But I thought this oh, is yeah. just my little contribution from Women in Tech Africa to be able to just drive discussion and view on on technology, on these women, what it is that they're doing, and to applaud them for, for the great things that they're doing. Wow. And so I mean, you've, you've done an amazing thing over there, I have to say, because... Um, uh, you, you have featured and interviewed uh, quite a number of, you know, women that we all can learn from. So I have to applaud you, uh, especially, say, you know, as you say, what can you them. do? Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it was for me, it was so amazing to listen to these women talk about, you know, what it is that they're doing. And I'm thinking, here I am in my nine to five job. And these are people who are, who are shaking the world, who are doing stuff. And um, it just... It makes me so. But you're also shaking so the world. I know, but you I try to help other people well. shake the world. <laughs> <laughs> lovely, lovely. Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Oh well, what can I say? It's um, it's just positive all round. It's um, as you say, you know, you thought about what can you do, you know, during this lockdown, and you just turned it around by you know starting bites and banter and interviewing these women and it's 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 just an amazing uh um thing uh, i like to to um basically let the listeners know uh bites and banter if you can go on youtube google bites and banter women in technology and you would find uh um, ola uh, styler and um, and you would find uh, some of the interviews that she's already done. Um, it's it's all available for you. And of course, if you want to be featured, you can also reach out to her. And of course, you know you have a couple of chats and and understand what it is that you want to talk about and all of that kind of stuff. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Super. So, thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. All the things you've mentioned are amazing. 
does it sound like you have another next challenge coming up that you 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 probably will want to take up and you know basically give a give give a, a thumbs up <laughs> or give a blow and blow it up and say okay i'm taking up this challenge <laughs> any anyone coming along your way any challenge coming along your um way? you know it, it it sounds very very um small but i think the biggest challenge i have right now is um promoting myself uh-huh. it's the biggest challenge I feel <laughs> sometimes I feel a little bit like an imposter <laughs> um, uh-huh. so actually putting myself out there and um, talking about what it is that I do is very it's um, it's I won't say it's a problem for me but it's something that I need to overcome right. and to understand that you know I am capable of all these things but I, I hide behind my shadow i i love to encourage people to do that i love to support them doing it but me myself i i, I prefer taking uh you know the back row and watching you do your thing but right um, there's no point to actually hide this you know under the table so my next yeah. challenge is actually trying to be comfortable with <laughs> who i am and what it is that i'm mm-hmm. doing and to actually also i, I guess acknowledge myself that i I actually do know a couple of things which I think I don't know. <laughs> you know, the yeah. first thing you, know, you say to yourself is, oh my God, I can't even do that. How can I do that? And then somebody exactly. tells you, but you did this, 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 this. And you're like, oh, yeah, well, that's true, actually. Okay, fine. So it is true that I can do it. But, you know, not to doubt myself because, you know, that's something that goes on in your head quite a bit. You yeah. you think back and forth and you're like, oh man, I'm not capable. Look how, look how much they've done. Look at how far they've come. And the yardstick is always somebody else. It's not yours. So my goal for this year is try to be more comfortable in my skin with mm-hmm. what it is that I do and accept mm-hmm. it for that which it is. Right, right, right. That's that's super important. And, um, you know, you talked, you, you, you've talked about how your next challenge is basically how, you know, to promote yourself and, you know... Um, if, if, if you like to hear this for free, a lot of people actually have this challenge as well, like wanting to stay behind the scene and encouraging people, but, you know, being, I think it all comes with humility, you know, being humble and just, you know, doing the best that you can. And, you know, I see now you want to, to take that on and, and give yourself a little bit of push. And I really applaud you for that because that's an amazing thing. And like I always say, we need to celebrate one another. You know, you deserve all the parts in the back that you can get. I get it. Sometimes we don't want to give ourselves that part in the back and that's okay. But sometimes we really should, you yeah. know, um, especially when you've done, you've done so much. Um, you don't necessarily need to even wait for the next person to go, hey, well done. Sometimes yeah. you just go, actually, well done to me, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, and, you know? and celebrate yourself, you know? Um, yeah. It, it's, it's, um, yeah, sometimes we just forget in the thick of things and then at some point in time when you can calm down and you can sort of review what you've done, you're like, oh, wow, that, that's really not bad. But, okay, I'm exactly. not, not going to tell anybody, you know. <laughs> this is going <laughs> to remain mine. And, you know, you read people, you know, on LinkedIn when they write that, I'm like, oh, I'm so jealous that they could put that in there. If I put it in there, they'll probably think, oh, she's trying to suck up to herself again and stuff. So um, I, and, yeah. I really need to get there, but um, it's something that I've, I've taken for this year that I will do. Oh, please, by all means, just get it done. Do it. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
do it just get it done so well Ola this is all amazing and yes we now know you know what you want to you know take up and, and get done and that's to promote yourself and we see and I know I've personally experienced uh, you know how you've helped to push uh, people for the better especially with the bite and banter project um, uh, but there's one thing I want to know or probably want our listeners to also know is who, who, who is Ola? Who, who are you? Who's the woman behind all of this? There's got to be something there, you know? Tell us. I um, want to know. <laughs> me, I, me, I am, I am like a, I, I, well, but they probably won't believe me. I call myself a quiet mouse. Occasionally I am, but I guess my, my parents, when I was younger, they used to say that everybody was my friend. Everybody Aww. was always my friends. I was, I was always, I've always been out there. I've always been very friendly, but um, the older I become, the more, the more, should I say, introverted I become. I, right. um, I am a person. Uh, I love to read. I have three children. Um, mm-hmm. I grew up in, I grew up in Nigeria. Well, I was mm-hmm. born in the U.S., grew up in Nigeria. Mm-hmm went to school in Austria, studied in the US, live in Germany. So I've sort of been around. You're quite international. (laughs) Yes. I love to travel. I love to, you know, different cultures. I like to experience different cultures because I think for me it has helped um, in the relationship with other people. I think this is very important because you understand where they're coming from. If you understand their traditions, you also understand why they're behaving a certain way. I love to read. I love to ride my bicycle. But in all, I love a day where I don't have to do anything. You know, where I just, you know, chill and not have to think about anything. Um, and I find out that in this COVID times, it's been a bit more challenging because um, work hasn't really changed. And uh, mm. my work at, in the office or at home is pretty much the same. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, finding that finding that balance between um, work and home life yeah. has been difficult during this period. Um, mm. But you know, when the weather is nice, I do take a walk. I play tennis, and um, mm. yeah, you know, when when things are really really cool, I bring up my sewing machine and I sew a couple of ah, masks, so <laughs> face <funny>. masks. <laughs> That was like necessary. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but on the whole, I could be a very chattery person, but um, I love engaging with people. I love learning from people, and um, yeah, it's it's been. I guess my life has been quite exciting up till this point. Yeah, yeah, it does sound very exciting. Uh, honestly, just like you, I like to just get a lazy day in. Honestly. Yes. I do love lazy days. However, unfortunately, it just doesn't seem to be me. I just can't <laughs> seem to have that lazy day. Really? No, I guess the only time is... I'm lazy is when I'm traveling. I think that's the only time. And I haven't done that since COVID started. So Okay. Okay. No, no, I, I could so do it. You know, um, when I was young, my father, you know, I think till today also, my father still does a siesta. And as I was growing older, right. I... It improves the quality of life. Honestly, you know, when if you actually have the possibility of taking like a 10 minutes nap on your table sometimes when you're so tired, when you yeah. wake up, you're recharged. It's it's very, very short, but you're recharged. And yeah. I've gotten to points where I have actually had to just put my head on the table, extremely uncomfortable, <laughs> but 
I've actually been <laughs> able to, you know, wake up and say, oh, okay. But you know, a day where you you wake up very late, you have breakfast very late, um, mm-hmm. you have a book, the weather is nice, you sit outside. Well, I could do that. Yes, I could do yes. that. Yeah, and yeah. you know my books are just <laughs> piling up. I'm just staring at them because I'm like, you know, someday you will get. You know, <laughs> yeah. when you're reading one page here, one page there, and you're falling True. asleep because you're halfway through the second page. Yeah, you know, I I need days oh, just wow. to focus on that. But I found out that it's very necessary to have those days just so that you can recharge your batteries and um, come back to work refreshed. Yes. Yes, totally agree. Totally agree with you, one hundred percent. So, our listeners, I hope you can all hear that. Some, some, some of us are crazy workaholics. We don't need that. We're human at the end of the day, and we really need to take a step back and recharge and rest. Very important. And I'm gonna take that up. I, I mean, lately I've been waking up late. Uh, by late, I'm talking about 8 a.m. So, <laughs> and 8 a.m. is really not late. But on weekends, I intentionally stay in bed until 9.30. Once it's 9.30, then I can drag myself out. So, yeah. But that's, um, yeah, because, of course, work work still uh, continues. So, but any in any case, um, uh, I, I would like to uh, ask one final question. Yes, Ola, um right hola hi again uh so what i uh wanted to to round this up with was um basically it's it's amazing hearing all that information um about how we need to take care of ourselves it's very very important we need to recharge now if you would like to leave our leave our, our listeners with a nice party what would uh, what would you like to to tell them um personally i would say do not be scared of new beginnings. And and I think at this point in time, many people are having to pivot their plans or, or try and rethink a number of things that they're doing, maybe initiatives that they're doing. Don't be scared of new yeah. beginnings. It might be the path to reinventing yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You never know. But, you know, sometimes, you know, if you're scared to leave what you had before, um, then you can't really make the next step because you're scared of the loss. But meanwhile, you've you've amassed so many transferable skills also to help mm-hmm. you, you know, in the next step. And of course, um, always reach back to mentors and sponsors that you have and coaches mm-hmm. also if you are unsure. Right. Right. Well, thank you so much. That's actually a very important uh, one. Reach out um, because it's not everyone that feels comfortable uh, reaching yes. out. It's so important to reach out. And for those that don't have mentors and coaches, you know, reach out to someone, a friend or someone, you know, yes. elderly and, uh, you know, coaches and mentors can be recommended to you. So, yes this is so important and thank you so much for it we really appreciate you we really appreciate your time thank you thank so you much very much for having me it was fun thank you yes it was so much fun thank you and i have learned a whole lot i i, tr- I truly have and um i guess with every episode i just keep getting something new this is just amazing thank you so much a lot well um I'd like to say thank you to our listeners as well. Thank you for your time. Thank you for joining us uh, this evening. And it is Bimbola 
uh, signing out of Blue Citron. Thank you, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Ciao. Bye. Bye.